Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Two-time daytime Emmy nominee Jacqueline McInnes-Wood talks about her new travel series, Days of Our Lives Turns 48, and soap authority Linda Hirsch shares her real-life account of a controversial soap story today on Soap Central Live. What's happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I am your host, Dan Kroll. This week, we have one of those shows that I think will really give you the full range of what we try to do here each week on Soap Central Live. And it's been brought by a bunch of unexpected circumstances. So there are going to be some laughs, some memories, and some serious discussion as well. We'll catch up with a daytime favorite, Jacqueline McInnes-Wood, to learn more about her new primetime series called Party On!, it debuts next month on the E! Network. Then fans of The Young and the Restless have been expressing many thoughts on the show's decision to kill off a small child, all for the sake of allowing that child to become a donor for another child. Well, today, Linda Hirsch is coming back to the show to talk to us about a real-life cornea transplant that restored her vision. And today we're also going to be talking about Days of Our Lives 48th Anniversary, which took place today. I'd love to hear from Days fans to find out your favorite Days moments of all time, uh, maybe when you started watching, your favorite characters, anything Days related. The phone lines are open all hours, so give us a call toll-free at 866-472-5788. If for some reason you can't call in because, well, maybe you're trying to keep the phone lines free in case someone calls with a big announcement, well, you can always join in the discussion on Twitter at Soap Central or on our official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Soap Central. We are also tentatively waiting for a rumored announcement regarding the future of all my children and one life to live. If that happens during today's broadcast, we will bring it to you live. As I'm sure you know, though, and if you don't, I'm going to remind you, maybe you're a new listener, this show is live. That's why we call it Soap Central Live, and anything can happen during a live broadcast, and it usually does. The production schedules on soaps are incredibly hectic, so someone who maybe was scheduled to be a guest for months and months in advance can, at the last minute, become unavailable. We'd hope to have Jacqueline McInnes-Wood with us here live today because she definitely wanted to chat with you, the fans, but it didn't quite work out. But there is some good news, so don't you dare turn the channel because you'll be really sorry if you did. Jacqueline and I did chat just a bit ago, so you'll be able to hear that interview in just a couple of moments. 
But before we do that, I want to give you a little background before we get started. Jacqueline M. Wood is a two-time daytime Emmy nominee for her work as Steffi Forrester on The Bold and the Beautiful. In fact, she was my pick to win a daytime Emmy last year. She's on a break from the show to travel and work on some other projects. But as you're about to hear, she'll be back on television very, very soon. So let's take a listen now to my interview with The Bold and the Beautiful's Jacqueline M. Wood. Hi, Jacqueline. It's Dan. How are you? Hey, Dan. I'm fine. How you doing? I am great. It's such a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you today. I think it's been maybe two years. Red carpet of the daytime Emmys was the last chance that I had to talk to you, so it's time to catch up. Oh, my God. Too long. That's a long time ago. Oh, my God. It is. And like the daytime Emmys where there's a lot of excitement, there's a lot of excitement for me because we're less than a month away now from the launch, the premiere of your new show, on E! called Party On. What can you tell me about Party On? Oh, well, Party On is obviously a travel show, but with this show, you get to see the most luxurious party destination. This is, you know, the VIP clubs, the beach culture, uh, the, be- the beach parties. You get to take in the culture. Uh, I mean, the high-end shopping. Um, you really immerse yourself into the culture and to really learn about each place and that... Um, and what it has to offer, and with this show, that it makes party on is a little different than um, most travel shows because you know you are finding out about each location, but this is a more candid inside look. It's not just me. Okay, this is this is the club, and this is what you know. The given information, you get to live it with me, and you know I, I live in the moment. <laughs> so I, obviously, within those forty-eight hours, I'm trying to do everything I can. I possibly can in each location, and what's great is that um, I use social media to connect with fans, friends, family, people I don't know, um, and they give me information about each place. So I usually get to each location, send off a tweet, and see you know who tweets me back. And the amount of tweets I get is is great. I mean, I get so much information from these people, and they tell me, you know, who the local legend is and who this person I, I should eat and you need to go to this restaurant or definitely, you know, let's go rock climbing. So those are things I do. It's, it's I hit the pavement running, um, and I, I, I try to see everything. I, I want to know the hot spots, like I said, high-end shop, everything. You name it, Cardion has it. 48 hours, it sounds like you're really having to sort of cram in a whole lot of stuff in two days. I mean, that's hardly uh, enough time, I'm sure, to check out some of these places. Well, that's, that's why the thing is life short, party on. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things that I'm, I'm the kind of person, when I get to each place, I have to see everything. I have to do everything. So I, I can leave and go, okay, I did it. I know where to go. I, I know what's the greatest spots in Ibiza or Mykonos or Hvar Croatia. Um, yeah, of course. That's it, it was. I was running on adrenaline, but again, you have those moments where, yeah, I may be going rock climbing, but I also indulge in you know some good food and a spa treatment. So I have the best of both worlds. You you find out you know all the activities you can possibly do, the shopping. Uh, the parties, but, you know, that lavish lifestyle of taking care of yourself and, you know, a spa 
you know, treatment one, two, or three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that sounds, you had me right there when you're talking spa treatments. Uh, but there's something that I noticed in the press release that I got from E. They mentioned uh, some sort of little nugget that says that you'll encounter celebrities and jet setters and local legends that are going to join you on your adventure. Are you crashing people's parties? Because that would be very, very soapy if you did, and I think soap fans would love Am that. I crash people's parties? No, I hope not. Oh, God. I mean, I crash everyone's party in my everyday life. So. <laughs> um, I you know I get to... I, I meet a lot of my friends along the way, uh, and it's great because you use social media, and that's what's great when you send out a tweet and say, hey, I'm in Ibiza, where's a cool place to go? And it's great when your friend tweets you and says, Jackie, I'm here, like Tiny Tempa, and says, I'm here, come visit me. Um, and it's great. So you, you get to see a lot of my friends and a lot of local legends who I meet along the way. Um, Stephanie Pratt's in the show, like I said, Tiny Tempa. Um, you know, you see the boys from... Uh, D-Square, the, these huge uh, fashion designers who, like, traveled to Mykonos for a month and a half. They're, they vacation there basically almost all summer long. So they give me a lot of the information on like, what's happening, where's the cool place, places to go. And also with the local, local legends is, you know, people who, yeah, local legends, people who live there, who've, who've been there for years and know the spots and know everything they, you could possibly know about um, you know, each place. So you'll meet a few of those local legends along the way. The places that you visit during Party On, are these places that you've been to before on your own? Um, yes and no. Um, Saint-Tropez, was, I was only there for a day. I actually went to Cannes and Antibes. Uh, a few months before I left, um, but I only went there for the day, so I really didn't get to fully experience it. Um, and so when I when I actually originally left Golden Beautiful, it was to travel. Um, so these are the places I actually wanted to go to. Uh, Croatia, not a lot of people know about it. It's just, it's a hidden gem that's you know it, the place is absolutely beautiful. It's it's. Um, and the people there are so sweet, and it's just a really good, you know, there, Mykonos, they get really good vibes there. It's just a good, good lifestyle. People are just living in the moment, having a good time. No one's passing judgment. Um, so a lot of the places I've been dying to check out, um, and, yeah, like Mykonos was one of them. The thing is, Istanbul, I, I wasn't sure if I, I never really thought about it. Hey, I'm going to go to Istanbul, and I'm so happy I did. That place... I mean, it has so much history, and it really is, they say, east meets west. Um, but these people know how to party. They know how to live the, the high life. They, you know, it's the richest people all over the world, from celebrities to athletes to, you know, princes. It's, it's just wealth. Um, so it was really exciting to see that and, and the mixture of all of it. It was like a, a cocktail of culture. There's a teaser clip right now on eonline.com where we get to see a, a little sneak peek of the series. And I have to say that there were some things that look a little scary. You mentioned rock climbing, but there's you know jumping off of bridges and there's creepy crawlers that are in your face and all kinds of other stuff. Did you know that you were going to be doing that aspect of <laughs> of your adventure when you were going? Or did you think it was going to be just the partying, the high-end shopping and uh, spa treatments? I... I really had no idea what what we were going to do. I treated it as mis 
uh, you know, and this is me. This is me traveling and, you know, whatever they throw at me, they throw at me. But I was meeting people along the way. So, like I said, it, it's really authentic. It's really, it's it's me. It's candid. It's, um, I, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. So, everything was spontaneous. It was very spontaneous when I, you know, drop off, get dropped off on a boat and I meet someone right on, right in the, the harbor but that's my personality I'm extremely social I'm I'm a social butterfly I pardon my French but I don't give a beep <laughs> I just it's um and not in a crude way I just I want to know about everything so it's it's very um it, it's it's me it's not it's these people that they you know, put out these opportunities. Hey, do you want to go rock climbing? Um, okay. And then from there, they tell me about another thing to do, and I kind of follow along. So, um, yeah, some of the things are absolutely terrifying, but it, it was so much fun. It's that's the thing. It's you, you have to live in the moment. It's it's really about living in the moment and and taking advantage of it and um, really experiencing it. And that's. And that's what they say in the sneak peek, you know, life is short, party on. So life is short. So I'm going to experience everything. I'm going to do everything I possibly can. And, oh, my gosh, when I come back, I'm going to have so many stories, like the amount of stories that I had for my friends. It's like crazy. And you get to see that kind of all unravel on TV. (laughs) But, um but no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like, okay, you're going to do this now. No, everything was very spontaneous. But I think that for the viewer is going to be something that they want to see. They can tune into you know dozens and hundreds of of other programs if they want to see carefully filtered, selected highlights. The fact that you're just sort of playing it as it comes really sounds like that's the draw of Party On. I mean, what, but wouldn't anyone, like if you, let's say, you go somewhere and you can do whatever the hell you want and you want to have fun, it's you, you know, and you want, you only have a certain amount of time and let's say like you meet one person to another, you know, another person, another person, now you're a good group of people that you want to hang out with. I mean, like, why wouldn't, why would someone go, oh no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Like, but <laughs> life's short. What, why would you not? So it's, it is that these viewers get to come along with me and I feel, you know, they're going to, they're the ones going, should she do that? Should, oh, I don't know. Would I do that? I, I, so they're, they're coming along, um, coming along with the, on the ride with me. So it's, it's so much fun. And even beforehand, even before Party On, when you are part of the Bold and the Beautiful, you got to travel to some really cool places there. I mean, Aspen and Italy and Mexico and uh, all over the place. Do you have your own personal travel destination? Um, well, that's why with Leap, when I, um, like my personal destination that I go to all the time, you mean? Yeah, is there some place that you, uh, you know, is really the place that you would, you always like to go to, you always want to go to? I mean, it could, maybe it's just home. Well, I, I am, like, I, I'm a big traveler. It's, it's one of those things that it, it balances me. It makes, it makes all, the problems when people go back, um, when you go back home, you go, mm, you know what, I really shouldn't be worried about. There's so much going on in this world. It really puts things into, into perspective. Um, so I love travel, traveling because it, it's, again, I'm living in the moment. It makes me happy. It keeps me balanced. Uh, but like I said before, I started Party On um, when I heard about certain locations. It, these are the places that I wanted to check out. So... Um, I don't know my next spot yet. I don't know where I want to go, but I'm always up for looking, you know, to, for something new. 
and uh, you know, I be, I want to be so well traveled by the time of like eighty. Um, want to see everything. Um, so I couldn't pick a spot right now. I was okay. you know lucky enough to do the you know hit Mykonos and Var and Ibiza. So these are the places that for right now that I really wanted to check out. But if you talk to me a month from now, I'll probably have a whole new list of places I want to go to. <laughs> well, just two questions for you then uh, before I let you go. I mean, we're talking about you want to do everything, that you're not ruling anything out. I mean, are we including things like climbing Mount Everest and, and swimming in the Great Barrier Reef? Are we talking, you know, the total extreme or... Would you scale a little bit back from that? I mean, Mount Everest is yes, I mean, kind of a... Not, I don't think I would... I mean, if the opportunity, you know, if, if, it's, if it's there, yeah, <laughs> maybe. It's one of those things that... Uh, I, I, again, it's, it's, it's not like I'm looking like in five years from now I want this, but if the opportunity arises, then maybe. We'll see. Um, yeah. But right now, it's just, it's, you know, these things are being placed in my life, so why not... Take the chance. Well, just in case that Mount Everest thing is going, we'll be on the lookout for some gloves or some scarves. We'll take a little. We'll make a, a care package for you. Uh, I'll be halfway up the cliff, going, "No, no, I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> well, it would be the first time that something crazy, I'm sure, has happened on vacation. So, uh, one last thing for you. You know, we've mentioned the bold and the beautiful. I'm sure that you have as well. But I've heard from oodles and oodles of fans who miss seeing you when they turn on their TVs. So I wanted to give this opportunity to you to give your fans a message if you have something that you'd like to say to them. Absolutely. Um, I, I want to thank my fans uh, so much for following me and my new endeavors and being so supportive. Um, obviously, I, I reach out to a lot of them on Twitter and Facebook. And, you know, I, I read the tweets and I, I see the messages on Facebook and, uh, and I, I love them. I love my fans. They've, they've been so supportive and just know that I will be back on, on screen, on this, on their screen very soon. And, um, I have the most incredibly, most fierce, awesome rock stars fans that I could possibly have. They've just are so supportive. And, um, and if, yeah, if you put chickas, they know who I'm talking about. I always put my little chickas on, uh, Twitter. So <laughs> thank my chickas. And who knows, maybe you will be coming to a town near them in a future episode of Party On, so they should definitely stay tuned to Twitter. You may see that. You may see that. You know, I definitely met some people, and uh, yeah, I brought them like, hey, you're on a party on the yacht with me? And they did, so that could possibly happen. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me today, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk again, maybe about other destinations, other projects, uh, daytime Emmys, who knows what's coming. Great. Well, thank you so, so much. Have a great rest of your day. Okay, bye-bye. Jacqueline M. Wood's new series, Party On, premieres Thursday, December 5th at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central on the E! Entertainment Channel. But double-check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. And as you heard Jackie say, she will also be on The Bold and the Beautiful very soon. Her first return appearance is scheduled for December 12th. So that's a week after Party On! Debuts. You can also follow Jackie at Jacqueline M. Wood on Twitter. And we have to take a quick break, but we are going to come back on the other side of this commercial break with a real-life story that bears a striking similarity to a fictional story on one of your favorite soaps. 
Linda Hirsch, a syndicated columnist and SoapCentral.com contributor, will be here to share her story. So stay tuned because Soap Central Live will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. We have a couple of minutes to fill until Linda Hirsch joins us. So let's talk about a milestone anniversary that happened today. On November 8th, 1965, television audiences were introduced to the town of Salem, USA. And for the past 48 years, the sands in that Days of Our Lives hourglass have continued to flow. We wish the cast and crew of Days of Our Lives a very happy anniversary and you are being encouraged to call in today to Soap Central Live to share your favorite Days of Our Lives memories. If you'd like to be part of that celebration, please give us a call at 866-472-5788. Again, the number is 866-472-5788. You can also tweet some of those memories at Soap Central on Twitter. I will read some of those as we move through the show. But we have a caller on the line who's been a guest here before who wants to share some of his favorite Days of Our Lives memories. Let's bring on Jamel. Jamel, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. Long time no speak. How have you been? Oh, I've been good. I've been good doing my little blog talk co-hosting thing, you know, and uh, watching my stories and here in Brooklyn. But um, first of all, I wanted to say I love the interview you did with Jacqueline because I love her. <laughs> I love her well, so you. much. Well, I'm so glad to have her. I know that, you know, mm-hmm. she has a huge following on B&B. And yeah. she really wanted to be here live, but it was either a choice between talk a little bit before the show or not do it at all. So I certainly didn't want to let uh, her fans not have that opportunity to hear her, and maybe we'll have mm-hmm. her back 
in the future. So turning yeah. to 48 years of Salem, that's a lot of time to have a lot of memorable moments. Let me ask you, what are some of your favorite moments since you've been watching Days of Our Lives? Well, definitely um, when I came into it, it was all about Sammy. It was who is, who is, who is uh, the father? Because when Sammy was having uh, Will, it was, a, it was a thing of who was the father, whether it was Austin. So that was always, I love those. I, I love that time. Uh, you are all my children feeling like me, and I love that about you. But um, I remember that was what they did with Kendall and, Ke- and che- uh, Kelsey and all of them. And it was always paternity back in the 90s. And I love that time. Uh, for Sammy being a bitch, you know she was she was the reigning one, and she always had all those situations. I also loved the devil possession. Um, the recent ones uh, that was the top was the sound stalker, not because it was so shocking or whatever, but because it was so campy. And you know when the reveal happened and Deidre Hall was revealed to be the stalker, it went it just went into a stratosphere. It just was just. I, it was just entertaining. My mother and I laughed when she came into the room and killed off pretty much the matriarch, the saint of the show, Alice, with her donuts. And she said, because you know I'm the Selma stalker, I'm so sorry, but you have to die. Oh, we we rolled. We rolled on the floor. We were, Because the way she delivered it and everything, it just was so, it, it was entertaining. Um, and today was really wonderful, too. But, yeah, those those stories, I can't remember specific stories about gothic, you know, be, what, what the Stephanos, the Maris, uh, and, and I loved uh, the psychic that he had over there. Um, I forget her name, but she was a psychic under him. She was like a hit woman psychic, and uh, she was pretty fantastic. She was Lexi's mother. But anything that they did with mystery or Christian's mother or it was gothic or was something that was more, it was like Cassidine and dark, I loved it. And because I see them now on YouTube, so those were pretty much um, some of the, the, sort of the, the bright spots uh, for I me. I think that uh, you might have been referring to Celeste there, correct? Oh, yeah, Celeste. So, oh, you mentioned divine. YouTube, and for a lot of fans, particularly younger fans, that's a way that they can catch up on episodes from the past, mm-hmm. because as we all know, there are no real reruns of soaps being shown anywhere, and you know, we have to sort of be left to our own devices. Is there anything Jamel, uh, from the past, before you started watching Days, that maybe you've heard about from other fans or heard about from family members that you really wish you would have been able to have seen, sort of a, a memorable moment that you didn't get to see but wish you could have? Hmm. Wow. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I was saying it right, but it was a serial killer besides, uh, uh, you know, Marlena that was happening called the. Um, the Night Stalker, or, or something to do with Dietrich Hub being, um, because even Stefano calls her now the Mistress of the Night, or the Mistress of, and it was, uh, and it went to night, it was sort of unheard of. They took the, the story for a couple episodes and put it at night. I wish I would have been a part of that and seen a lot of that, because um, a lot of people seem to remember that, and also Hope and, and um, uh, Hope and, um, ooh, I'm, I'm missing everything. Hope and Hope, okay. <laughs> Bo, I'm so sorry. Bo and Hope, they, they seem to seem, remember a lot of them be on the run. And that reminds me of Luke and Laura, so that would have been fun to see, definitely, because I love the chemistry even when he was there. But the Deidre Hall um, being stalked and the, and the murders back then was, was something that they was so popular, they took it to nighttime for a couple episodes, so that would have been great. Well, I let me give you YouTube. one last question for you before I let you go. Yes. For folks who maybe aren't watching Days of Our Lives. They've heard mm-hmm. in the past that it wasn't a must-see show. Uh, show. You're mm-hmm. watching it now. What would be the main reason that you would give people to tune in to Days right now? Well, I would give, 
um, it's, it, I would tell them that it, it brings you back to, to nostalgia. Because the, the past couple of weeks, um, months, that they've been uh, using Arlene Davison, she's done classic villain diva. That's what she's been doing. And we, have not, we don't have that now. Everything is moving faster, and, and it's not really one person sort of messing with people in, the, in, the, in their lives. And in other stories, too, they really went back to basics. It's more about family. It's about revenge. It's about those deadly sins that we, uh, we don't want to do in our lives, but we like to see played out on television, and they're doing that on days. They really are. It was really a climactic episode today, pretty big, um, that, was, that took me right back to the 90s where, a person was doing a lot of things terrible for months and months, and the reveal happened just before she got married, and then everything went crazy, and you had passion and fighting, and, and it really was quite amazing. I'm hard. I'm a hard critic now because I love them so much, but they, want, they, they just spellbound me today. So if anybody's listening, I would say check out days because there's still more conclusions happening from that story that's happening now, Monday and weeks to come. So I would definitely check it out. Well, perfect. Jamel, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your memories of Days of Our Lives. Of course. You know, I love the show, love you, love the audience and everybody. So, you know, I have to call in. Well, we will hopefully talk to you again soon. So thank you again. Okay. Thank you. We have other moments, you know, where we're always encouraging people to tune into the soaps. We only have four that are on television left, so we want to remind people why we love the soaps. Coming up later in the show, we are going to hear from Tony and Larissa, who are not only mainstay favorite guests here, but they are the Two Scoops columnists for Days of Our Lives over on SoapCentral.com. They have, as luck would have it, 48 reasons why you should be watching Days of Our Lives. Not just one, but 48. So that will be coming up uh, in a little bit. As I said, we're waiting for Linda Hirsch to call in so that we can talk to her about her situation. But we're going to be talking about uh, Days of Our Lives again coming up later in the show. And we also want to remind you that this weekend... NBC is having its annual Day of Days fan event in California. It's a free event, and fans will have a chance to mix and mingle with some of their favorite Days of Our Lives stars. If you want more information about Day of Days, you can head over to SoapCentral.com slash days and click on the link. You know what? What we're going to do since we are still waiting for Linda Hirsch, we're going to skip around a little bit. We will bring on Tony and Larissa to talk about their 48 reasons to watch Days of Our Lives. So, uh, actually, hold on. I think we actually have Linda. So let's hold on here. Linda, are you there? Hey, how are you, Dan? I am wonderful. Linda, I want to let everybody know that a couple of weeks ago, while we were celebrating our 200th episode, you were the very first guest that we had on Soap Central Live. But while we were marking the milestone, oh my God. we were struggling <laughs> with some real-life stuff that... Yeah was dramatized on The Young and the Restless, but of course when it's in the real world, it's far more difficult to deal with. So let's talk a little bit about these fans. They were up in arms, and meanwhile, you were praying for something that many of us take for granted, and that's the ability to see. Linda, it's been a roller coaster a couple of months for you. How are you doing uh, today? Actually, to be very honest, like many years, because first of all, I have to say very quickly, the the, the uh, ice condition that they're doing cannot be cured by a cornea transplant. But we're not watching uh, a show that's called a documentary on RP and U, okay? So um, it's fine. I um, have had five corneal transplants. 
and and each of them is rejected. And my joke is always, it's an, it's a male transplant, and now it's been rejected by a man once again. <laughs> so I told them the next one had to be a female transplant. I wasn't going through this again. But um, it's, I've had it where I've awakened and not be able to see. I have a disease called keratoconus that's bad in one eye. And the other eye, I just decided to be crazy one day. And I uh, very luckily... Like many soap opera characters, my vision has been returned each time. And so that, that does absolutely happen. And on the plus side, um, the, the idea, you don't need a, a, a blood a match for a corneal transplant. Uh, the reason being it's, it's bloodless. But, it, you know, to give YNR props, and I'm loving the show right now in, in every possible way, but um, it takes six weeks. And if Connor needed to have that in three weeks, then they would have to have a donor because the, the donor bank is it's like a six-week waiting period. So, um, and I think it was a great way to type the story. I, I think it's from in my vision right now, uh, no vision in one eye, but, but uh, good vision in the right eye. And there are days when I'm thinking, oh, this show is so bad. Can I just you know, like, close my good eye and forget about it? <laughs> I was like, oh, my, oh my God. goodness. So, I mean, with this, how long after the transplant, how long were you sidelined? And, and what were the procedures? Did you have to, uh, I mean, obviously you were probably told not to do any sort of physical activity. Right, and that was like... That, and then they also said I had to eat brownies. No, they didn't say that. I just did on my own. <laughs> no, I couldn't do any, a lot of physical activity. Um, I got one of those programs called Dragon recently where you just speak into it, uh, which is my typing so bad it's probably a good idea. Uh, here's what happens, and it's kind of interesting. Just like with Connor, uh, the day or two after the transplant, your vision can be very good, but then that's when the complications, and this would happen with me, uh, rejections, infections, or just didn't want to take for whatever reason, and so that's, and it can reject at any time, and so um, that's, that's the possibility, but I don't think about it a lot, and what I'm saying, what I'm seeing uh, fairly well, I'm, I'm just happy, you know, uh, because even with one eye, you can drive, uh, it's legal to drive. You don't do it at night because it's not a good idea at night. But uh, so, you know, it's 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 just interesting um, to have this. And like one day you're finding this other one. And I've had the last surgery I had was very experimental. It's um, they have to order a special webs from some company, and then they wrap it around um, part of a cornea and. Uh, that was going really, really well. I mean, I opened my eyes, and it was like it was like a whole world had opened up. And then three days later, it started going south. So we're now at the point where we're trying to stave it off. I mean, I'm the eye drop kid. I, I take uh, like 17 eye drops a day. Oh so goodness. that's the, you know. And what are you doing now, Linda? I'm putting in an eye drop. So. <laughs> you ruin a good date, you know. You don't usually get a second date when on the first date you... <laughs> Yeah, four, four eye drop, you know, eye droppers, and you keep putting in your eye. But you really have to be good with it. I mean, you have to do it every other hour, and you have to have five minutes between each 
eye drop. See, one of the things that they don't do with rejection stories, okay, they really never talk about the, the aftercare, you know. Uh, you know, it's sort of like Sunny on GH. I'm bipolar, but today I can drink. No, Sunny, you, you can't do that. Uh, I don't have to. And I know it would get boring if we, you talked about it, and, and it's a drama, again, it's not a, you know, it's not a documentary on these things, but I think there should be, you know what, um, there are things with certain ailments um, or conditions, not ailment, conditions, that you have to do, and uh, I think they don't, don't do that at all. Uh, so that's where I feel they're doing, doing a disservice, and I will tell you, a lot of people look at a show and think this is what it's supposed to be. But with Connor's vision being back two days later, yeah, that, that was absolutely spot on. Well, let me talk to you. You know, we discuss the things that maybe aren't truly realistic on soaps. You know, the people who have uh, brain surgery and are up walking and talking within an hour or so afterwards. Yeah. One of the things, and I know this is probably an incredibly difficult question, uh, but I'd like to keep it in the in context, comparing you know real life and soap for those who may get things blurred. On the Young and the Restless fans were so blurred. Incred- ha ha ha. On <laughs> 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 the Young and the Restless, though, I mean, a lot of people were really really upset because they chose to kill off a fictional child. But See, in the real world, issue. it's a fictional child. <laughs> but in the real world, though. You know, many organ and tissue donations do come as a result of a loss of life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, in fact, the cornea transplant, the, the person has, has to be deceased. I mean, it, it's, it, that's, and, and that's the truth. And I just think this, I mean, I love kids. I sadly know three friends of mine who lost their children young and tragically. One struck by a car. One cancer, and another one um, due to another condition, and it's the saddest thing in the world. But it is part of the world, and she's a fictional character, and the storylines that they are able to get from that are amazing. I think Young and Restless right now is a masterclass, not just in daytime, but in television in general. They have done amazing things with that storyline. And no, well, I, yeah, it's sad they killed off the, off the kid. But you know what? The child actress is probably just as happy she doesn't have to go on the set every day. <laughs> that's, I guess that's the plus. Before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to weigh in on our other big story, 48 Years of Days of Our Lives. In yes. the minute or so that you have, do you have a favorite all-time Days of Our Lives moment or storyline? The storyline that I liked and they kind of let go of. Um, I liked the storyline when Philip came back. From the, from the war, and he had lost a, a leg in battle. Uh, because as we know now, and with vet, Veterans Day approaching, that's not so, you know, odd to have happened. However, they let it go. I mean, they just sort of, like he magically grew the, a leg, and that was bothersome to me. Um, also a big sucker for, for Doug and Julie, because I really like these people, and I think a lot of people forget it wasn't Luke and Laura on the first mainstream cover. It was Doug and Julie, 1977, Time Magazine. And that's when soaps really began having credence with people that weren't... Cons- you know, this condescension about people who watch daytime drama 
you know, or you know, so say, well, I read books. Why, I, you know, I read books too. Just it doesn't mean like it's exclusive. You get to watch soap operas, or you get to read. <laughs> so um, that's it. Well, what's your what show do you like? What, what storyline have you liked on days? You know, I I think the devil possession still holds for me. I realize it may not be their best story, but for me, it's the one that got me watching the show. It's always those storylines exactly. that maybe are the craziest. You know, I, I thought it's sort of like, you know, Sony should have, Panasonic should have won for special effects, but it was <laughs> an interesting storyline. It was. The one I hated the most was that John was raised by the Alleman family's wolves. I, I thought, are you kidding me? Oh, oh, and the twins from outer space. That was like another one where I thought... <laughs> Well, there are probably far more, and we're going to have more of them coming up later in the hour. But, Linda, I want to thank you so much for oh, taking time say, out to I, share your I story. Real quick, Ben, one thing, and then I'll, then I'll shut up. Sure. Hard to believe. You know, oh, this thing about uh, Prospect Park scrapping um, all my children, and we still haven't gotten the announcement yet, so um, that's happening or not. Uh, I'm not a really big conspiracy theorist, but on this one I think... It would be far better for Prospect Park's lawsuit if all my children didn't go back into production either. I think it actually it would serve them better if it did. Oh, really? Okay. I do. You know what? Well, since there's no announcement yet, there's really nothing to talk about That's per right. se. So maybe we'll we'll bring you back when, if and when there is an announcement, and we oh, can. Oh, you can't keep me away. Flesh that out. Okay. Well, everybody have a great week. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Dan. Bye bye. Everybody out there, I want you to know that more than 28,000 people received transplants last year, but every 10 minutes, a new name is added to the waiting list. There are already 100 million people who have signed up to be organ, eye, and tissue donors, but if you'd like more information about becoming an organ donor or how you can help save a life, please visit organdonor.gov. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back with that promised 48 reasons why you should be watching Days of Our Lives. So stay tuned, because Soap Central Live will be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Welcome back to Soap Central Live, everybody. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. I have been teasing it for all of this hour, but things have happened. I promise it would be an anything-goes show. We've had some surprises so far, but this is definitely not a surprise. Tony and Larissa, our Days of Our Lives Two Scoops columnists on SoapCentral.com, are here for real this time to talk about 48 reasons why you should be watching Days of Our Lives. Tony, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Thanks, Dan. Um, and and I Larissa, wanna... I know that you're there as well, so let's welcome you into the show as well. Hi. Okay, 48 reasons. I'd have to imagine, and I'm not trying to put any words in your mouth, Tony, but I'd imagine that this year it was probably far easier to come up with 48 reasons to watch Days of Our Lives than maybe it was in recent past <laughs> years. It was very easy. And actually, it's funny because uh, we kind of made our lists... Uh, independently and then put them together and it was just like we probably could have came up with 90 reasons actually or 100 reasons so larissa we've talked you heard maybe jamel earlier in the show talking about the fact that he thinks the show is really really firing on all cylinders right now so for folks who are listening who are thinking eh, i don't want to watch days of our lives because it's all about aliens and and mystery islands and devil possessions tell them why that's not the case and why they need to be tuning in well, first of all, I would ask him, what's the matter with you that you don't like devil possession and aliens <laughs> because they're awesome. They but, are. Um, a couple things that Dave is doing really well right now, they've really mined their history. So if people have ever been a fan of the show before, they've done a really good job of bringing some legacy characters back, um, bringing some kids that we knew existed but we hadn't really ever really met yet onto the show. And, and they're doing a really good job of keeping it within the core family. So people who've ever watched it before, they'll really appreciate the work that it's doing now. And for people who haven't watched it yet, and maybe, you know, it's a lot harder to get those, those all important younger viewers to watch it. I really think, and I, and I'm not just saying this because I'm, I'm biased because I totally am. I watch other soaps too. And I think that the casting directors who cast the younger talent on days do some of the best job in daytime. And if you watch Casey Moss recently with the JJ storyline, he's just been fantastic. And to think that this, you know, young kid who's basically probably not done anything more than, you know, been in a few um, modeling gigs, all of a sudden gets this huge legacy storyline and he does it phenomenally. Um, it, it's just a really cool, it's really cool to watch these, these younger actors on days. And Tony, one of the younger actors, unfortunately, we're going to be saying goodbye to, uh, you know, relatively soon, Chandler Massey leaving the role as Will. But the character is going to be sticking around. Do you think that, I mean, Days of Our Lives has really, really garnered a lot of uh, critical acclaim for their storyline with Will and Sonny, known as, you know, Wilson for their combined smushed name. Do you think that that is another reason that Days of Our Lives has found success because they've done a cutting edge story? They've shown, uh, you know, something that a lot of people, a lot of viewers in particular can relate to. I do. Well, I think the thing that Days did, you know, they did a cutting edge storyline, but they did it really, really well. And you got to know, you know, because like throwing a token character, you know, a gay character on there, it could have been risky, but they actually 
we got a chance to know Will again, you know, because he had been off the screen for a little while in Switzerland, and then he came back, and, you know, he was, you know, it wasn't until Chandler really took the role that, you know, this he started coming out and becoming aware of his sexuality, but it was just done really well because it wasn't just a token. It was like, hey, this is our, our little boy Will, you know, we've watched him grow up. This is a person we still love, so that's that's amazing. So I think it they they did a slow burn, which I think totally just, you know, is one of the reasons they knocked out of the park and, you know, of course, having Chandler Massey play the role didn't hurt at all because he's kind of like a little piece of wind. So that was kind of awesome. A little piece of wind. I think I may have to borrow that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he has, he has a couple of golden trophies to back that statement up. So, and you know, and never you never know. Could be a third one coming. I'm gonna have you guys hang tight for one second. We apparently have another caller, a Laura from Long Island, who wants to talk about Days of Our Lives. Perhaps her favorite moment, Laura. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Subcentral Live. Hi. How are you today? Good. How are you guys? Actually, I just started watching Days again. I watched when I was like 15, and I just started watching this week. But I wanted to give you my favorite moment. And I'd love to hear this, it. Um, it's probably the storyline when Belle and Brady were on the um, were on the railroad tracks, and her foot got caught. That whole thing, like when she like when Brady pushed her out of the way, and she and she like hit her head. I still mm-hmm. love those scenes, but that was probably the one scene that I really enjoyed. And that was like a long time ago. I I, I don't even know when that was. Well, you I mentioned something you that you stopped that. that you'd stopped watching and, and are back to. What was it that brought you back to the show? My grandmother. <laughs> she um um she, um she's watched it for like many many years, and she's been talking to me about it for the past two months, and I have no idea what she's talking about. So I <laughs> kind of started watching, so I clearly have something to talk to her about. But I mean, all my favorite actors have kind of migrated over to that, and I was unaware of that fact until I started watching again. Like Crystal Shashel's on there, the old person that played Maxie, um, Greg Vaughn's on there. So all like the actors that I really enjoy, but I just didn't know where they went, kind of floated over because I'm like a big GH fan. So I just thought that was interesting. But so I mean, I I literally just started watching again today. But I saw that you guys were talking about days, and that's why I decided to What watch. a good day to start watching. My goodness, if you just started watching it <laughs> today. Well, yeah. Well, nice I'm out of you. Um, I'm, well, I'm actually on Monday, but my grandma told me about the insanity that occurred today. So hopefully I'll be able to catch up by Saturday. You've, so got, a, you've got a busy weekend, my friend. Yeah, I do. But, and if you um, need help, Laura, you can always go back over to SoapCentral.com. We have daily recaps for every day going back to 1996. So you can oh, wow. definitely catch up on everything that you've ever wanted to know about Days of Our Lives in the past, uh, what, oh, well, oh, 16, oh, well, 17 years. very good stuff, because I, I think I haven't watched in about 10 years, so that's very good. But I will okay. let you guys finish your 45 Perfect. reasons to watch Days, and I will go continue watching. Thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. We're going to go back to you, Larissa, for a moment. You heard our caller talk about her grandmother roping her in. That does bring me uh, to someone who apparently is, you're on the big fan list, my grandmother, who is uh, a huge Days of Our Lives fan and has been known to curse uh, characters who are on screen and possibly the actors in real life. I don't know. Uh, When's the last time you were watching Days and and wanted to curse out somebody on television? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think that the last time I did that was probably... You know what? 
Tony's going to hate this because we disagree on this, but I think it was probably um, this week when I was watching and that stinky Ann Milbauer just came up and she started running her mouth and saying stuff in front of Parker that did not need to be said about Daniel and she just crawls under my skin and, oh, so I think that was the, that was the most recent. I think a show that makes you want to yell back at it is kind of doing its job. Like, it's, it's, it's audience interaction, right? It is. So let's give Tony a chance, audience interaction. You said you're probably going to upset him. Tony, let her have it. I mean, no, it's, it's Dan, six years later, you finally have your thing that we disagree on. And that's Dan <laughs> so It only took a cantankerous, you know, mean lady working at the hospital. <laughs> no, but she, like, I just find her funny because I've, I've worked in very corporate settings for the last, like, well, God, too many years. I'm not going to cut that tree in half and count the rings. But um, <laughs> for too long, I've worked there. But yeah, like it's like she's just like, oh my God, I've wanted to say that to my coworkers before. So she kind of just goes for it, and I said, I just find her funny. I mean, she's kind of you know, I need to know why she's so cranky. She hasn't told me that yet, but you know, I'm going to hang out at the pub and try to get that get the goods on that. And you know, Nana's on my side because she's mean to Daniel. So Nana probably agrees with me that Anne needs to have mm, some t- some time in the timeout chair. <laughs> she probably I know, does. I know. She probably does. So let me go back to this list. As I said, you guys have come up with 48 reasons that folks need to tune in to Days of Our Lives. What do you think is uh, uh, something on the list that might surprise the most people? I'll, I'll let uh, Larissa, you can handle that first, and we'll kick it over to Tony after you're done. Okay, well, I think something that would surprise a lot of people, there's maybe something that surprised us, is kind of we put a couple of um, screen pairings on the list that you wouldn't really think would would be that entertaining or you wouldn't really think that they would interact and by some reason they, they get really, they're really fun. And so my addition to the list was talking about the chemistry between Freddie Smith and Camille Bass who play Sunny and Gabby, and they have this cool kind of frenemy thing that they've developed this year that you, they're kind of friends and they really shouldn't be because Gabby's kind of, you know, a hot mess, but I mean, they make it work together. The actors are great together. So we put that on our list as one of the surprising things that happened this year. And Tony, we have about maybe two minutes or so before we have to wrap up this segment. You mentioned you could have easily come up with 90 reasons that people need to watch Days of Our Lives. And 89 of them would have been Eileen Davidson. Don't you Did I say that? Okay, probably, but... Okay, so taking out those 89, I guess it only leaves us with one, but what are some of the things that made your cut that did not end up on the final 48? What are some of the things that are left on the cutting room floor? Uh, Ironically enough, I think it was some Ann Milbauer praise. <laughs> and so I was just like, well, okay, I can let that one go. It was kind of like when you're, you know, little kids and you're you're picking out, like, toys that you're sharing with your friends. And you're like, okay, I want this one, I want this one. And then it's kind of like, you know, you have your kind of left and you're just like, okay, I really want to fight for this one, but I let him go. Cause we had, we had, actually, the funny ironic part to all of this is the Ann Milbauer one that actually made it to the list was written by someone who shall remain nameless who is mm-hmm. very talented and funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, see, we're, we're equal opportunity. We, we take a step back from our own personal feelings sometimes and, you know, and throw them on the list. So, Well, well I have to say that I am looking forward in a couple of weeks, both of you will be back here to talk about the best and the worst of days of our lives. And I have to say, and I hope I'm getting this terminology used properly, Tony, you and Larissa are both a little piece of win. Yay! Yay! Thank you. 
So <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> we will we'll certainly have you back. But again, I want to thank you so much for helping celebrate 48 years of Days of Our Lives. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. happy anniversary to Days. Yes. All right, everybody, that is going to bring us to the end of this week's show, if you can believe it. It seems like I went really fast. I have to check the clock, make sure I wasn't shortchanged some minutes of this week's show. I want to thank Jacqueline M. Wood for dropping by to talk about Party On. Party On debuts December 5th at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central on E. And don't forget to tune into The Bold and the Beautiful weekdays on CBS. I'd also like to thank Linda Hirsch for sharing her incredibly personal story with us. Her syndicated column appears weekly in newspapers around the country, and she's also, as you heard, a regular contributor on SoapCentral.com. Of course, a special thank you again to Tony and Larissa for giving us a preview of their 48 Reasons to Watch Days of Our Lives. If you want to check out their entire list, all you have to do is head over to SoapCentral.com and visit our Days of Our Lives to scoop section. If you missed any part of today's show, if you want to hear it again, share it with a friend, or if you'd like additional information about any of the topics that we discussed during the show, all you have to do is head over to soapcentral.com slash radio. That is the place to find any and all past episodes of Soap Central Live. Each episode is available for free on-demand listening. You can download it or stream it to your PC, Apple, or Android device. But it is always much more fun when you join us here live because you never know what will happen. Your next chance to be part of our live show happens next week, Friday, November 15th at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. So join us then for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. (laughs) 